Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Sam, Nick, Titans and Filthy, Music City Miracles. It's finally here. We get the playoffs. And I think more importantly, we got we get to see King Henry back on the field. I think we've all been super excited about that. Uh, Nick, tell me about tell me how you've been feeling. Like I know you've I know you've seen all the videos. They've been practicing. You see he's kind of loose. You see he's fired up. Uh, tell me what like what kind of feel do you have of Derrick Henry going in this weekend? You know, it's funny. Like right before we just hopped on and started recording, I was talking about um, how I haven't bought tickets to the divisional round. I bought tickets for the AFC championship game really just cause of, you know, I wanted to go to one of them. So I banked on that cause I could get, you know, some face value before they got crazy. Um, and when it comes to the Titans, like once you get your hopes up, like it just feels like you're going to get let down. And so that's, I, I shouldn't doubt Henry cause of who he is, but a like, I don't know about you, but is there like this small little voice in the back of your head? That's like, they haven't activated him yet. <laughs> Like, yeah, uh, I yeah. got like, there's a very small, like, you know, what if they just say he's not ready to go and they like want to, you know, he's got a steel plate walking around. That thing has got to be, I mean, in the cold, like that thing's got to not feel too great. But, um, you know, that smile he had when he was in the press conference is leading me to believe that he's going to go. Yeah. Um, and it really is just like the long awaited return. I mean, you and I have been talking about this whole year. Like if the team can just, you know, get healthy, get everybody on the field, like they can be a force to be reckoned with. So that looks like that's going to happen. Like what we've been hoping for is going to happen. It actually, you know, talk about the team who lets you down. They came through in that regard. Yeah. But now it's one thing to get everybody on the field. Can they execute? And so that'll be, I'll be interested. um, You know, if he can come out, you know, he's looked good in the practice shots, but can he be, king henry right out of the gate or is the rest going to be visible and then here's the question so if if they let's say he starts and they give him five carries and he's not doing anything and you know the the bengals are moving the ball pretty well like do you stick with it or do you bring back foreman who's been really successful and you know mixing hilliard too 
Um, cause he's so used to being that workhorse back. That's how mm-hmm. we've always seen him. Mm-hmm. We've never seen like two other viable, like runners, not mm-hmm. like true third down guys, but like guys who can run the ball. So like, how, how quick would you be to be like, all right, we need to shift our focus. If he's, I, if he comes out of the gate slow. I expect, I expect it to even be in the game plan for him to kind of split up some of that workload, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, I think whenever you like, and I hate to say it, when you look at the roster as a whole, like going forward, McNichols kind of looks like he might end up even being like that odd man out if he doesn't really produce any during the playoffs. Because you got, I think yeah. Hilliard is a little bit more of a scat back. And then if, if Foreman can kind of alleviate some of that pressure off of uh, off of Henry, where we can kind of, where he can kind of play like a, uh, like an Austin Dillon role for Green Bay. Like if he can yeah. kind of come in and kind of bang in on some of those plays, granted that's what Henry likes to do. Like there's a couple of times where we've seen some, we've seen some, you know, second and three, second and four, where like Henry can fall forward and get those yards. But the longer Foreman's played, the more he's been getting those extra yards and like fighting to get a second effort. So he's kind of shown that he can actually do that too. So it's it's a luxury if you actually use it the right way because you what you can do is kind of get Henry the way he's acclimated back in the game still has that chance where you never know if he might just hit a home run but then still being able to kind of, hey you got to get your lungs back I mean yeah. trust me we talked about it right before we got on my fat ass is trying to go to the gym and I'm gonna tell you <laughs> right now when you when you literally he said it he's like I haven't done anything I haven't done anything for like two months I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's gonna make it's gonna make a difference. You're gonna he's gonna yeah. he's gonna be breathing, man. So if you can kind of help him out, uh, the more help the better. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess I, I shouldn't have said it in a way that he's gonna get all the carries no matter what. I I figure they're gonna split it up. I guess like if they've gone through the whole game and Foreman's getting it done and Henry isn't, do you go with the guy the hot hand or do you go with the king? Like that's where I'll be interested to see. Um, how they played out. Cause I do think they're going to have him on somewhat of a pitch count. Um, you know, maybe have Foreman get like every third or fourth carry and Hilliard uh, probably be on, on third down still, but I, I will be interested to see, you know, I'm sure they have a plan, but will they stick to it? If, or, you know, the opposite could be true. What if Henry is just ripping off long runs? Man. Do you take him off the field and stick to the plan of, you know, keeping on a pitch count or you just ride that. So it'll be really interesting you know, I'm sure they've discussed like what the contingency plans are, but I mean, after this long a gap in time, we're at basically three months now. Right. I don't know what to expect, and and the Titans, you know, only uh, can kind of guess at what to expect. So it, it, I'm really interested to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, it also comes down to how the game's going. I mean, what happens if what happens if our defense shows up? like they did against all the, that long death row stretch and they just start manhandling up front and they say, you know, we're, we're up like, you know, 14, 20 points in a situation. If we were to be blessed enough to get in a situation like that, then of course, then of course you dial it back because yeah. I mean, it's a whole nother ball game then. So I think game situation is going to matter if it gets in the point to where it gets kind of crucial. I mean, Henry's going to be nipping at the bit, and I don't see – I think that he's earned the respect to be able to kind of do his thing. Vrabel can still save him from himself, but at the same time, he uh, he's not an idiot. He's not going to, like, mm-hmm. not have the aces out there when he can. Uh, first time that we're going to have – I mean, we're going to have 
the three-headed monster out there for the first time, like we talked about all season. And I think that there's a uh, – from the press conferences that I saw, like, the, like it really – it's it's so hard not to feel so confident because I mean Julio and the one like they're like they're like they're loving every second of this. Yeah, like, that was, that was like, great. Yeah, yeah, it was it's so fun to watch, and I mean those guys are so excited. They really want they really want this for the city. They're excited because they get to play here. I mean, there's just a lot to go. Ben Jones being Ben Jones, like he's a national treasure. I mean, there's just <laughs> there's a, there's just so much excitement for this city and this team. And it's a huge opportunity. And I mean, everybody doubted them all year and they went through all the injuries. And now all of a sudden you get to this point and you look at the injury report and you're like, the band's here. Like we're all here. So and it's, it's such a weird, it's a weird feeling. Then I, then if I don't know what to do with themselves. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm well, that's, that's where the worry is too. Right. Like right. You, you don't have time. You don't have like a Texans, like where you can try to everybody. I mean, they kind of had that minus Henry. Um, but with everybody together, you know, you're, you're talking about the bands all here. There's, there's no dress rehearsal. It's, it's like going live with, with right. no practice. So um, it's almost like if they can get through this week and, you know, survive the eventual hiccups that, that are going to come across, like right. that they should be in good shape for a run after that. So that's almost where I'm at. Like they, they're going to have to iron out some, like, you know, some rust. I mean, we saw with Julio and Tannehill still can't connect on the deep pass. Right. Um, that's the kind of stuff like, yes, in theory, that should have been a touchdown, but you got to execute and they still just haven't quite gotten on the same page. And, you know, is Henry going to go through similar kind of struggles? I don't know. Um, but it's, that's, that's the only thing that makes me nervous. Cause like you said, if the get the gang's all here, if they execute, we should win this game. I think, mm-hmm. um, but that's, you know, the Titans have been known to kind of drop the ball in yep. execution. Yeah. What I, I will I'm, say is that long, that long, that extra week makes a huge difference yeah. for any team in terms of rest. Um, but Vrabel, you know, he's probably just been eating burrito bowls and sleeping in a cot like this whole week. He hasn't been home. He, his wife hasn't seen him in weeks. Like no he's, he's going to, he's got the Bengals scouted inside and out. So that's no, that's his, one thing his, they've played for his, him. His wife is having the best week ever. No laundry. Oh, yeah. They're doing his laundry yeah. at the stadium. She ain't having yeah. to feed him. Like she's sleeping. She's probably he probably snores. Like you know what I mean? He, she, <laughs> oh, he's he not. She's snore, not. Yeah. She's not cleaning up dip uh, dip, uh, dip bottles all over the damn house because yeah. you know he's got. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a there's a whole lot that really goes into it. But I mean, they're all body and they all understand it. So I tell you what, and. I'll let you follow up to this. My biggest concern in a game like this is because of all the talk that's been happening with him throughout the season. What I don't want to happen is I don't want Ryan Tannehill to try to do too much. I don't want him yeah. to try to – because he, he, it'd be really easy for him to go in this game, have it – he has Julio, he has AJ. He's trying to, he's trying to fit it in the slots. He's throwing it in the tenant windows – they say, you know, turnover, maybe get two picks, maybe hold the ball too long, get that fumble, and just turn the whole tide of the game and then put us in a position to where, like, okay, now we have to kind of change everything that we're doing because yeah. we put ourselves in a, in a, in a little bit of a hole. Because the, the Bengals are going to find – they're going to – I don't – I would love to say that we're going to shut them down, mm-hmm. but these Bengals' offenses stacked. I mean, they're no joke. And I got all the respect in the world for Joe Burrow. I think he's – I think yeah. he's, smooth, he's smooth as it can be. And big games, uh, big games are not going to bother him. So I mean, it's going to be a uh, 
it's gonna you're really gonna have to get in his face and like kind of force him to make a mistake. And I know, I know that they are very sexy on paper. Now, granted, they did barely get through on that game against the Raiders. So I'm not gonna sit here and say that like they're world beaters, but we're gonna we are gonna have to kind of respect the fact that like this team is this team is legit. Yeah, it's, I think they've been a little inflated from how they really, you know, beat up on bad defenses. Um, but at the end of the day, this is, I think it's a historic offense. Like the first time there's been a 4,000-yard passer, two 1,000-yard receivers, and a 1,000-yard rusher. I, I actually think that's the first time that's ever happened. And not to mention, Tyler Boyd had like 800 receiving yards. They almost had three. He went over, went over 1,000. Right. Um, so there's no really way you can get around them around saying they have a good offense. Um, I mean, I'd go as far to say Burroughs pro- and this is, you know, one of my concerns is, um, the Titans haven't played a lot of good quarterbacks this year. Um, sure. if you look at the, I mean, I would put Burrow in the top three quarterbacks they faced. Right. The good thing is that the other two quarterbacks that I would put him with are Mahomes and Josh Allen, and we right. beat both of them. Right. So that's that's the good part. But I would say, I mean, I think I'd put I don't know about you, I'd put Burrow over Stafford. He's he I, what, I don't, maybe Kyler Murray. Yeah, it depends on the day. Kyler Murray last week, no. <laughs> no, exactly. Stafford post OBJ, the way that they looked, I don't know. Um yeah. I think that they uh, had Robert Woods when we played him though. So it's not yeah, like he, yeah, he was like he, he's one though. guy I think. So you're talking about Joe Cool. Like if, if he throws that first interception, I think he lets it go. I think Stafford, we've seen that he, if you get to him and get him rattled early on, he, he breaks. If everything's going smooth, Stafford's great. Yeah. Um, but I think Joe, like, you know, that's one thing I, I see people compare him to Herbert all the time. And I'm not saying Herbert isn't, you know, mentally tough, but I think that's the intangibles that Burrow has or what make, or what are going to make him, you know, we, you've talked about in the past how you think Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback mm-hmm. compared to Brady. I think Burrow and Herbert are kind of going to be like the new, like Brady Rodgers comparison. Like I think Herbert can make any pass in the world, right? But like Burrow has like that edge and that mental toughness and um, can just make any throw and make the comeback. So that's what it's, it's a tough quarterback to face. Um, I think what they do have, I mean, besides Burrow, this is a really young team. And the Titans do, you know, this is the third straight year in the playoffs. A lot of guys have been here before. Um, if Burrow's not making mistakes, one of these other younger guys might be. So I think the Titans have that as an advantage. Um, but, like, ultimately, it's like a clash of styles, right? Like, the Bengals want to light it up, have it turn into a, a you know, track meet. Mm-hmm. And the Titans are going to want to slow it down keep Burrow off the field and have the ground and pound run the ball time of possession type game. So it's like, which style wins out. I think a lot of that is going to depend on the Titans scoring early. Cause if you yeah. get behind to the Bengals, then you're going to play their game Got and to. that's going to be a tough one to win. Got to third down convergence. And then making sure that you're get, you got to average at least four yards a carry in order to be able to kind of play our game. 
if you can't do that, then what ends up happening is you do get in those situations where you have to sling it. And a lot of our, a lot of Titan fans are going to be really ticked off when they get when we get in this game, and they're going to be like, "Listen, throw the ball on first down, throw the ball on first down." And I understand because you want to see Julio and you want to see AJ and you want to see us go off. I mean, Westbrook Aquino coming into his own, he's definitely or he's definitely wide receiver three now, hands down. And I mean, so I understand everybody wanting to see that sexy play, but it's a playoffs, and I feel like. Every year we do this. Every year that we've done this podcast together, I think this is our. I think is this our second or third play, playoffs? Maybe a second. I think it's the second. Yeah, yeah. But every, I feel like every single time I have this same speech is that the playoffs are for men. Like if you you have to be able to run the ball and you have to be able to hit and you have to be able to tackle and that's like that's why team that's why teams don't like to play like us in the playoffs. That's why San Francisco is going to be super dangerous against Green Bay and it doesn't match up well if it wasn't for the fact that I just feel like that I, I just I don't I, I can't see Aaron Rodgers like I haven't envisioned him losing yet this year so it makes it really hard for me to go against him but mm-hmm. the matchup that fits the best for them to lose is San Francisco the Debo Samuels aspect I mean just being able to kind of slow the game down the way that they do just throwing all these weird reverses and Whatever the hell they want to do with Debo, because it's all he's all over the place. He's going to be a game. He's going to be a, he's a game changer. It is what it is. Uh, I mean, if uh, I think Mostert, if Mostert was healthy, if he was there, like just the the fact that they're able to just kind of cram the rock and just kind of control it, slow the whole game down, and then whenever you try to run the ball, like they're going to hit you. Got you got three or four guys that are going to hit you every play, and the linebacking core is great. Like it's just it's hard to play him because eventually it just wears you down. And that's what we're known for. It's not sexy, but that's what we're known for. The only reason San Francisco gets talked more about us is because they're San Francisco 49ers. It's a super historic program and uh, they've won. So, but if we, if we had, if we were historic, we'd won super multiple Super Bowls. Then yeah, people would be talking about, man, it's really hard to play Tennessee because eventually you just get tired. You get tired of getting hit. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's cold too. Like, no, you get tired of that. Yeah. And that, and that's again, where the, the week of rest comes in handy too. Like the Bengals are, you know, they got banged up last week. Uh, Ogun Janobi isn't playing and, and, you know, Hendrickson looks like he is going to play. Um, he has 14 sacks. So hopefully Luan is ready to go. Um, but the Titans should be fresh. So they should be fine with doling out hits and wearing them down. So, um, I did want to go back. You talked about Tannehill and I didn't really touch on him. Right, right. Um, I think, you know, you said a lot of it's going to lie on him. I, I do think that's true. And ultimately he has to execute, but in terms of, you know, I talked about starting fast. The other guy who's been criticized a lot is Todd Downing. He has got to make things easy on Tannehill because Tannehill is only going to try and do too much when he has to. So, I was encouraged to hear Downing say that he wants to drop plays to get Julio and AJ the ball early on. And I think that's, you got to do that. You can't have them be decoys. So Chester Rogers can cut underneath like this, you know, you were just saying, this is a playoffs is about the big boys and that's Julio and AJ. That's why you got them. We saw how they leaned on AJ to win the game against San Francisco. You're going to have to do like, you have to do that again and hopefully have Julio more of a factor too. So make that, you know, have a good, I think one of the, I think Downing has gotten a lot of crap. Some of it deserved, um, some of it not 
considering the circumstances he's been put in. But I do think one of his weakest um, attributes is how he starts games. Like how many three and outs have we seen? Like that that's where I'll be a little nervous. We have another come out flat. The Bengals score in three plays after that. And we're right. down set, you know, down seven and Downing's whole game plan has gone out the window. Like right. that's my, my biggest concern with the offense. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm downing, man, like just lean on your, your known quantities, like get it to AJ, you know, test out what Henry can do, but use play action off of him, you know, put Julio in one-on-one situations. Right. Just, yeah. So ultimately telling all has to execute, but with all his weapons here, he's only going to like try too hard if Downing is putting him in a position where he has to. Correct. Um, and I do think that um, I do think that Julio kind of showed the last game that uh, he can he can be in some positions to where he can kind of make some plays if yeah. he's there. Um, I mean, don't you think Julio, as like the old dog, is listening to all this talk about Jamar Chase? and T Higgins and all these young pups, like, all right, like yeah. it's time, yeah. time to remind them. Yeah. Like, he's like, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm not gone yeah. yet. Yeah, I still got like, some juice. Listen, I don't remember. I don't remember taking my jersey off from the last time. Yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I think that uh, if, if AJ, I mean, if uh, Julio and Ryan can kind of get that timing down, just, just he's barely off. It's barely off, but yeah. you can tell it's just from not having a lot of reps. So if they've worked on it all week to kind of get themselves in that position, I think that we can actually see something here. But uh, there's a there was a lot of opportunities. Like I said, who, there's no reason Julio should have had Julio should have had two touchdowns last game, and they should, one of them should have been mm. a deep one. So um, it's going to be exciting. Like I I don't know I don't know if Cincinnati will give us the same chances to get those kind of plays like Houston did. But if we can get if we they give us one in a playoffs, you got to hit that. You're at home. The crowd's going to be anxious for it. You hit one of those and that momentum shift, like it can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. But um, what is it that, what is it about the Bengals you think that, uh, that scares you the most, like kind of going into a situation like uh, in the playoffs? I know that they had, they finally got their playoff win under the belt. But what is mm-hmm. it you think that we got to do? Um, I mean, the obvious answer is slow Joe Burrow down and get him off the field and try and figure out how, I mean, in the past, what's really killed the Titans is giving up big plays. Now, like the second half of the season, I think they've done a much better job of that. Um, But especially last year, I mean, how many deep plays do we see wide receivers take advantage of that secondary? Um, And we saw that early on this year, especially, you know, against like the Cardinals and Seahawks. Now it's a different defense, but, um, I think the, the Bengals have like the most explosive plays of like over 40 yards of any team, something like that. Like they, they, you know, that's the thing. Like you can feel like you've got them up against the wall and then Jamar chase. I mean, how many times did he bring back the Bengals against the chiefs? Like we were all following that game because it was so yeah. important yeah. and they'd be down 14. And then all of a sudden they'd be right back. Cause Jamar chase, you know, he went for like 240 yards. Like that yeah. can happen. I think yeah. we have a better secondary than they do. And we shouldn't let that happen, but like they have that capability. Um, so that's the easy answer. The other one I would say, I feel like Titans fans have written off the um, Bengals run defense. Um, 
because of Larry Ogajanobi being hurt. Um, and the fact that Josh Jacobs was pretty effective against them last, uh, last week. And um, I don't think they're a top five run defense. I know I saw some stats that they're really probably like top 15. Um, but the Titans, I mean, look at what happened against Houston last week or two weeks ago. I mean, Foreman averaged like 3.6 yards a carry. Um, so I'm hopeful, you know, maybe that's that part of that was fatigue with the old guys like Saffold and Ben Jones, maybe not getting up and out as fast as they could. Right. Um, but I think we're writing off the fact that, you know, oh, this run defense is going to be a breeze where DJ Reader, I think, is one of the best run defenders in the league. Um, and BJ Hill is solid as well. So even though Larry's gone, like BJ Hill is an able replacement and they're getting back uh, just Tupo, who is also a good run defender. So I, I, I don't think that it's going to be a layup necessarily. So my concern is if the run game isn't clicking, what are the Titans going to do? Because that's where we've seen them falter in playoffs past, right? Um, if you get to the can, especially like Kansas city, that game, you know, once they started shutting down Henry, we could, we didn't really have an answer. And I mean, Tannehill has had like a couple sub 100 yard passing games and wins. So, and that's the, the question that keeps coming up. Can he pick up the team if the run game's not clicking? I think he can, but it's also a concern um, because they haven't consistently done it this year. Yeah. Um, so again, that's when you need to just lean on your stars and Julio and AJ. Um, but if, I mean, if we're being honest, like you were just talking about the ground and pound, the Titans are at their best when it, you bring the battle to the trenches and then you let them run the ball and then you get the play action working. Um, if we're getting in second and long situations, Bengals have a good pass rush. We have poor pass blocking. Um, and that, you know, that has typically spelled doom for Ryan Tannehill back there when that's happened. So um, having an effective run game is really what makes this offense tick. So that's my concern is um, not, I mean, Houston is, I think was a 32nd ranked run defense and they, you know, couldn't average over four yards of carry with their top back. So I, I'm hoping that was just, you know, an end of the year type thing and they, they come out firing, but that would be my worry. What about you? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, the way that this game would probably go is I feel like they, they may actually come out in this game and think that they're going to be able to kind of get Joe Mixon going, just like we want to get Henry going. And they may want to start out that way. And then they may want to try to take their shots and see exactly where our secondary kind of is and stuff like that. And I feel like what we would have to do is do a better job of making sure that we got a little bit of safety up over the top. I know that we play man a lot, but, the only thing that worries me is if we get lulled into a thinking that they're going to play our type of game and then we give Burrow a shot to where he can kind of take the momentum over just like hitting one super deep. Cause I mean, I know it's, it's super easy to talk about chase, but they got, other, they got some other playmakers on there. that still have burners. So um, yeah. I mean, I mean, boy can get deep. Uh, obviously they can get, obviously their tight end game is great. So, I mean, we got, we we gotta we gotta kind of pay attention because there are some weapons there. We got to make sure our matchups yeah. kind of um, our matchups kind of have to match up in order to kind of uh, we got to help each other out. And 
I think it starts with the pass rush and it starts with those guys up front, making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do, but not getting too, uh, not getting too like loosey goosey in the back just because we're expecting them to be able to get some kind of pressure on there. Because I think that they'll, uh, they'll, they'll definitely have a field day and they'll make a big play on us if we do that. And if, even if, even if we were to come out of here with a win, if we give up a whole lot of big plays, then the only talk that we're going to hear is I would just get eaten up by whoever we play next. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't I don't feel like hearing that. What I would like to do is make sure that we do what we're supposed to do so that people can kind of start taking this a little bit more serious because we are going to see. Yeah, that would that would be. And you know what? Like, I'm, I've been, like, anxious all week thinking about this game, which is really lame. But, like, I was just driving to work tomorrow. That's my – like big one, big one coming up. We still got a few more days. Um, I I can't deal with like I, I tweeted that I had a nightmare about Randy Bullock having to kick a game winning field goal. <laughs> like that's uh, that's why you got to take care of business, not only for the respect but for the blood pressure of all their fans. Like I can't I can't deal with another come from behind. Got to rely on Randy to beat his former former team. A deep field goal like no like you can't let it come down to the kicker um Listen, i will not be here on this podcast next week if it comes down to that even if we win because of the fact that i'm telling you right now i've been told that if i don't find a way to be more zen which i think i'm pretty calm as it is but apparently my blood pressure is not so you know what <laughs> i so i took my doctor's advice i'm finally I, finally I was like you know what i'll take the blood pressure medicine the years in the restaurant business have caught up to me they're like listen what <laughs> I went to the dentist. They're like, listen, we can't even give you anesthesia yet because your blood, they took three times. They're like, listen, we got to get it down. Got to get it down. I'm like, I'm Damn, calm. Sam, chill out, brother. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm calm. I'm not as nervous. It's just, I, I was just getting a feeling. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. They're like, well, your body's not. They're like, you're literally going to have a stroke. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. So if these Titans take me out, <laughs> it better be in a fucking win. Like if, if I'm going, if I'm going, it better be for the right reasons. So Randy Bullock. <laughs> Lord help that Randy if he comes out here. And he, if, he, if he ends you, I'll, I'll avenge you. Don't worry. If, if, he, if he misses it, you better take him out. Yeah, boy. I'll, I'll avenge you. Um, yeah, that's I, – and I, I probably won't log on to Twitter for like a couple months oh, if we lose no. this game. Like, oh, no. I think, if, I think if we made it to the AFC Championship and we lost to one of Kansas City and Buffalo, it would be like, all right, like we won a game. Like there's a good team. Like – but if – not saying the Bengals are pushover by any means, but right. just the the bye week, if anything, has amped up everybody. Like we oh, yeah. we have the pen, the week off has everybody pent up, and like Bengals and Titans fans are, are going at it in the Twitter streets. I think the um, Henry return is what's making this even worse. Yeah, that that re- yeah that like it's a, a force multiplier, as they say. Yeah. Um. So yeah, everybody's super amped up. Um, and you know, I think the underlying thing I had someone ask me today, do you actually think the Titans can win the Super Bowl? And I said, Yeah, I, I do. Like, I'm not I'm not saying they will, but like we've talked about, if everything falls into place the way it can, like they have the offense and defense to win a Super Bowl, especially sure. when you look at the other teams this year, there's no like two teams that are way out ahead like there have been in past years. Like I'd say anybody left in the playoffs has um, an argument that they can win the Super Bowl, which you can't say in most years. Right. Um, so I think that changes a little too. Like last year going into the playoffs, 
I was nervous. But at the end of the day, if you looked at yourself in the mirror, you're like, this isn't a Super Bowl defense. No. Like, like we might squeak out an upset against the Ravens, maybe one more in the divisional round, and then we get embarrassed. Like, yeah. that was like the peak. So yeah. I think it's a little bit of a different vibe this year and what expectations are. Um, and so I think that's definitely tricking, trickling down into why there's so much like energy around this. Right. Yeah. I think that, um, I think this is the first time this year where people, I don't know if we, it's been a while since it's had this kind of feel to where we know that there's like not, there's not a team that we can't be. And that's, and it's a weird feeling to have because I feel like no matter what game we go into, there's always going to be that feeling in the back of our heads. Like, we we actually could win this game. We try to take we try to taper it down, and I think I think part of that is because of the fact that even we don't believe that our team is as sexy as Tampa Bay or Green Bay yeah. or like even we know that. So like when we're in those kind of matchups, if we went to the Super Bowl and we were playing the Green Bay or Tampa Bay or, or L.A. Rams, we're like not as sexy. We and the thing is, is we know we can beat them. If we do what we're supposed to do, if our defense shows up and we get pressure on the quarterback, that's what yep. makes the difference. So, I mean, it, it's – so I think that uh, it's just all – this This is the first year in a, a long time where people are, are kind of – we're riding on it. And I don't know – we don't know exactly what the future holds. Obviously, there's a lot of cap things and there's a lot of people that may be in and out. So I feel like we, uh, we're all all in and extremely invested in this year. Um, so I think that uh, this is the most excitement that I've seen in a while when it comes to playoffs and uh, fans coming in town and uh, us trying to make sure that there's a lot of Titans fans in there and not as many away fans and there's people want to tailgate all over the place and I mean there's a bunch of celebrities coming in town like it's it's a it's a it's a weird feeling. So, Terrell Casey is going to be 12th Titan. That should be right. pretty cool. I, right. I think, I think it'll be a good atmosphere and, you know, um, with the ticket restriction and stuff, I know people are ragging on the Titans a little bit for that, but ultimately like it's, it is going to make a difference. Yeah. Um, I did see, did you see that tweet that was comparing the cheapest ticket for all four yeah. Yeah. playoff games? Yeah, yeah. And it was like double the next, yeah. List, that's that's insane it's not even close i could tell mine that are in the 340s for probably 300 piece and i want to yeah like yeah. i mean but and it's just it just is what it, this is that, that's how big the excitement is and that's also mm-hmm. the draw that you get in nashville that a lot of people don't understand like i know our team might not be as big name as some of these other ones but the town is like yeah I'm, like i mean come on man we got we got smackdown tomorrow night everything's sold out in town just for that like I mean, it's insane. It's insane. Well, I think Kaharski, or maybe is one of the guys he does a show with, had pointed out that, you know, talking about small markets, we're the biggest market left in the AFC. Like, yeah, Kansas City and Buffalo have height, but they're they're small markets too. Yeah. Um, so it, it is, you know, I think it's one of those things. Once you make it far enough, like people will start to respect you. The Titans can get to a Super Bowl you're probably not going to hear as much of the doubt next year. So I think that's why people are pent up too. Like this is our time finally to be respected. Right. Um, and it's all there for the taking. So just got to follow through. Well, um, all right. Well, give me, uh, give me three keys to the game. 
Well, let me give you a stat real quick. Oh, I'll yeah. I forgot that. about stats. I forgot about stats. Right, let's go ahead. Well, this is, is a specific one. So our man TD, Teron Davenport, tweeted this out, and I thought it was important. Um, you know, if you look at Joe Burrow, and this is the stat, this is my, my uh, precursor to his stat, he's so slippery. And, like, I, I've been watching videos of him, and I think the Titans will be able to get pressure on him with this offensive line but you got to follow through on it. Like he, he's not like the fastest guy, but he just knows how to move around in the pocket. Um, I mean, I I think I saw like that Pat, that touchdown pass, like the play is never over when he, when he like almost went out of bounds. I think next gen stat said that was like the closest a quarterback's foot has ever been to the sideline when throwing a touchdown. Um, He maneuvers the pocket really well. So even if they get pressure, um, you need to either really make it affect him um, and like follow through this or follow through the sack or um, defense. The secondary has to stay with their guys long enough, um, you know, to make him throw, throw it away. But back to Tehran's in terms of getting to Joe, uh, the Titans have blitzed 18% this season, which is the second least in the NFL. They've gotten 35 sacks, which is the second most in the league, using four-man pressures. Rushing four and dropping seven in coverage will be critical this week versus the Bengals. Joe Burrow's QBR drops by 34.6 when not blitzed. That's huge. I mean, like I said, he's slippery. He can evade the pocket. Um, But when teams are blitzing against him, that usually means there's a a guy open somewhere, and he has that edge where he's like, all right, I can can evade the defense, and I'm going to find that guy. When you're dropping seven and the Titans are especially good at deploying guys in the right spot, you know, that, that gives him less options. And so that gives the passers more time to really get home. Um, and I think, you know, it's also factoring in the keys of the game part. I think one of the keys of the game is going to be that four man rush. If you look at the three big games they had which versus Kansas city versus um, Buffalo and versus the Rams, I think it was because I think they won those because of the rush. Like they really affected those top quarterbacks, made them uncomfortable and, um, you know, limited the amount of time that they had to work with so that the the secondary could stay with their guys. I think I wouldn't say that the pass rush has fallen off necessarily, you know, this last quarter of the season, but it hasn't been that dominant force that it was at one point. And so I think if the Titans really want to make a deep run, we need to see that four-man rush come back. Um, and again, I think that's why having that extra week of rest, like Landry and Simmons play a ton of snaps. Yeah, uh, they do. Autry, he's, you know, he's like 32, 33, or maybe he's 30. He, he's in his early 30s. He's not a he's not a spring chicken, and he's yeah. played a lot of snaps. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that, that – Sorry, I was talking to an old friend, of, uh, old friend of the podcast about this because of the fact that he wanted to see him on the field more. And I'm like, bro, for one, as a unit myself, let me tell you, if you're, <laughs> if you're out there, like, yeah. like that's going to wear on you, especially with his age. And, like, if you want your defensive line to be effective the whole game, you got to have some kind of yeah. depth. So, like, you, there has to be some kind of rotation in there where people are still able to kind of keep it moving while you yeah. don't have him in there. I mean, the fact that Simmons is able to play as many as he is is wild enough, but he's also he's also extremely physically fit. He just looks like a he just looks like a monster. He's but he's also yeah. he also has lungs. So mm-hmm. I mean, you don't get that out of a lot of big guys like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping I'm that's what I'm hoping for is that we see that 
explosive pass rush come back because I think that really throws a kink into everything that the um, the Bengals like to do on offense is take away, you know, if you have the blitz, getting that extra guy out there and Burrow capitalizing. So make make it hard for him to win those reps. So um, that was my stat. Four-man rush has to show up, I think, if the right. Titans want to stay competitive. Right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that at the end of the day, I think that may be the most important thing of this whole game. Like, I, I, we can go into other things that we want to happen in this game. We know that the biggest draw of the game, him being back. We know the most important thing in this game is those four guys up front. I mean, it's mm-hmm. gonna be it's gonna be up to Simmons, it's gonna be up to Autry, it's gonna be up to uh, Bud, it's gonna be up. It's, I mean, whoever comes in there, it's yep. gonna be up to all. Like, it's gonna be all those guys are gonna have to show up. Landry's gonna have to be able to kind of get loose and make some kind of plays in there. I mean, Brown, like Evans, I don't care who is in the game, uh, everybody has to show up. And I think that uh, what we don't want to see is we we don't want to have a guy come in, not know what he's supposed to do, and then take a playoff. And that's the whole mo- that's the most important thing about having these guys healthy is when you go in when you when you're able to kind of sub in people, have packages where people can kind of get because when you got people out, somebody else has to take that guy's spot, and it's usually somebody that's already on the field. They just don't get to come out. So that's whenever yeah. that's when you start getting wore down as a defense. Now, the Bengals don't play type of uh, type of game where they wear people down, but at the same time, if we really want to get those that pass rush going and be able to pin your ears back, we want those guys to be a little bit fresh. So that, that's, those, those four up front, key in this game. Key. Definitely. And I, I think, you know, if you look through the Titans' schedule, throw out – the Cardinals game because I think week one is always kind of an anomaly in terms of the full season Um, but I mean can you recall any other time this season where you watched the Titans play and they lost and you're like that team is definitively better than us I honestly I don't think because I mean you've got the Jets and the Texans because uh, what the Titans finished with five losses, right? Um, yeah, five losses. Yeah. So you got the Jets and the Texans. That's a no. The Steelers, no. Um, the Cardinals, like I said, throw that one out the window a little bit there. Um, the the Jets, yeah, no. The really only team you could argue was definitively better was the Patriots, but at that point the Titans were running like a skeleton crew of offensive weapons. They fumbled it three times and Tannehill threw a pick for four turnovers. Every time the Titans have lost outside of that first week, I think has been a large part of them shooting themselves in the foot with turnovers and dumb plays and giving up valuable field position. So I think that's going to be huge is playing a clean game. Um, If you're given, if you shut down Burrow and that, you know, if you're trying to limit, the amount of time he's out there by running the ball more, but then you turn the ball over and give him good field, pres- like field position, they're going to capitalize on it. I mean, look how close the Vegas game actually was. And they fumbled that they muffed that punt return and, you know, had, had some other um, 
boneheaded plays that was just give it that gave the Bengals a game and they held on to it. I think that is probably one of my biggest fears is that the Titans did that so often throughout the season. Now, a lot of that was the constant shuffling of guys that they had coming through and the injuries like that all affects turnovers and things like that. Um, but I mean, you had mentioned it to Tannehill trying to do too much and ball security. Like if you, if, if you turn over the ball three times against the Bengals, we're probably going to lose. We're definitely losing. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm concerned about is that's, that was a recurring trend and all the losses this, this year was turning the ball over and just making, you know, doing stupid shit to hurt the team as Rabel likes to say. Um, so a clean game and I'm hoping, you know, again, keep coming back to that extra week to fine tune everything. Um, I'm really hoping that makes a difference. Um, Cause whenever the Titans play clean football and are executing, they usually win the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the hoping that the old line is nice and rested, ready to go. Uh, everybody stays healthy in the game, stays up, can make some kind can make plays so that we can do what we know that we're capable of doing. So I think that that's all going to be key going in this game. And, uh, yeah, if if our O-line plays well, Tannehill stays clean, man, I mean, there may be some plays in there where Julio and A.J. kind of get loose. I mean, <laughs> we know what A.J. can do. A.J.'s a yak guy, but I want to see – like, we all want to see Julio get get open in, on some seam routes, and you never know what will happen. And he looks yeah. fresh, so we'll see. Well, I mean, this is what we've all waited for. I mean, it's been – Put him on our, oh, we're just resting him. Maybe we're just saving him for this. Maybe we're saving him for this. This is it. Time is now. Yeah. So it's um, it's definitely, let's see if we get our money's worth right now. And I, I'm going right now, I'm pumped about it. If you had to give me a score prediction. You know, um, I was laughing a little bit. I think uh, Tic Tac Titans had tweeted out like, the Titans will have their hands full this weekend. And like, he got shit on for it. I was like, uh, maybe people aren't listening to our podcast, but <laughs> Sam and I have picked against the Titans quite a lot this year. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to do that today, but I do think it's going to be, I think it'll be a close game. Like I, I would say like 28, 24, something like that. Like I think a decent amount of points we put up. I don't think we're going to shut out Burrow complete. Like, those guys are going to score eventually. Um, but I think the offense does enough and the defense, you know, maybe gets a turnover or two to help, help them out. Um, so I'm going to go 28-24. You know what? Just for the sake to get fired up, I say we win this game 31-24-7. Okay. Covering the spread, bet it, bet the over, don't bet the under, I don't care. The weather, we're not, there's, no, there's no moisture. The field's good. We haven't we haven't had some kind of high school football game or some toilet yeah, bowl game on the field. The field looks great. It's just going to be cold, but it's dry. And I think that every every little bit of offense from both of these teams can be wide open. Okay. I mean, that'll be. I, I'd rather that win than a nine to six grinded out because no. that's where I'd be super stressed. Like I'd be, you know, I can't that, that's it. one of those, like whoever scores a touchdown is going to win this game. I can't uh, do it. I don't, don't want to be getting to th- that. Them 1955 games. We ain't having it. Like, yeah. no, it, it, we put up points in this game. Well, I'm, I'm pumped about this one, man. And I hope that we get it done so that you can be at the AFC championship game. We're ready to go. 
guys, anyway you listen to podcasts, please go subscribe, like, uh, leave us a comment. I think that this is what we've all been waiting for. So we're we're excited. We're healthy. And the only person on the injury report is me because my back hurts because I'm old and I've been trying to work out. Sucks. Don't do it. Uh, but if I'm here next week, it's because my blood pressure didn't 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 like send me to the upper room. So here we are. But don't do it, Randy. Don't do it. Don't do it to me, Randy. But we'll be back next week. Until next time.